So we stop tangenting? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the hope. <laughs> Everyone take a yum yum. In this 150th episode, longtime friend of the show, Zofor Christopher, joins us once again. This time he was foolish enough to sit in the DM chair for a bit of Quag's silliness inspired by the Red November board game. The rest of us played crew members of the Gnomish Submarine Crimson December. Ari plays Tabro the Medic, whose Whippetum is some anime character. John plays Shatnel, the dumb jock engineer's mate, whose Whippetum is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Todd plays Fish the Frog Gnome, whose Whippetum is Don Knotts. Wilhelm plays a perpetually high Sniftlewake, who does something to do with them engines and stuff. No Wubbatum given. And I play Vladimir, the political officer. Wubbatum Chris Berry from Red Dwarf. Take it away, Zofor. Hi, everybody. I am super excited to be here and a little anxious to be jamming, but wow, you guys, you guys are so... It's like a dream to game with you. Oh, I guess I should ask first, uh, have, have any of you played Quags before? Yeah. A couple of one shots. No. It's easy. It's like 21, but it's not. If you roll your number exactly, it's a, it's an amazing, super spectacular bonus success. If you get a 20, it's a fail. If you get a 1, it's a quirky success. And you want to get as close to your number as possible without going over. And then you want to add yum yums to it. Yeah, and yum yums work either direction. Yeah. The part of yum yums today is symbolically being represented by candy canes because that's the most recent leftover candy I have, but I'm actually tracking it on the Excel spreadsheet, so you don't actually have to eat a candy cane if you don't like them. Oh, man, I should have thought about that. Then again, my stomach would not stomach that. <laughs> I thought it was if you ate a yum-yum, it was taken off the table, though, so you couldn't cash it in. That is, in fact, the truth. But you still can <laughs> I, I would have to just have them in front of me and then just drop them off the table or something. I couldn't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the saddest game of quags ever. So for those of you who have to want to create characters, first, would you like a description of the game or do you just want to create a character site and see? From what you put on the forum, I think I have a general idea. We're, we're gnomes in a submarine and there's a vaguely uh, Russian uh, feel to things. Uh, yeah, it's an experimental... Have you ever seen or heard of the board game Red November? No. It's a cooperative board game about vaguely Soviet-themed gnomes in an experimental submarine where everything's going wrong and you have to survive an hour before rescue comes. Um, I have changed things up a little bit, thrown in at least one disaster that was not in the game and remove the hour till rescue comes, you got to figure that out on your own. But basically, yeah, you're known to an experimental, vaguely steampunk, yet still nuclear submarine. Um, <laughs> nuclear punk. Yeah. And, and everything <laughs> is, is going, I don't know if submarines have shit or fans, but they're colliding. <laughs> Hopefully, the theory is I'm going to match the pace, have a frantic pace, and um, have things coming at you. You're going to be busy, I hope. Either that or, either way, it'll be fun because you guys are amazing. 
players, and so I'm going to use you as my crutch. We'll see. All of us are pretty much limping along in some way or other. <laughs> it's fine. If I miss something, I can just blame it on the character since they're often drunk or high. So that's fine. Perfect. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I love that. Question. I'm just going to be oblivious to everything. Which reminds me, you and John are both engineers, but you have such a different style. I don't think it's going to make a huge difference in terms of the job overlap. It looks like by the manifest, we're we're on different duties anyway, like it's yeah. secondary duty. Mostly I just did that so that people would have some names for reference. You can always make up NPCs because that's easier than me making them up. Hey, GM, I cannot read the tiny writing. It says the team for sealing the ships when sealing the hole when it comes apart because these are gnomes, so everything was riveted together, not really welted, welded. And yet it's watertight because they're gnomes. So, it, so. It's not seal team six, it's the sealing team. <laughs> yes, exactly. Those are your making characters. So get an idea of what kind of gnome you want to be. You can flesh it out as we go. The first, the three main stats are body, brain, and nerve. Body is used for um, pretty much any physical action. If you're going to be lifting weights, if you're going to be hand-eye coordination, fighting, that kind of thing. Brain is stuff you use your brain for, thinking, remembering trivia, out-strategizing somebody, playing chess, that kind of thing. Nerve is kind of your social stuff, your grace under pressure. It's kind of how cool you are. Those are the three main stats, and then you're also going to have a job, a gimmick, and a weakness. Your job it defines how you spend your time. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be a a position on the crew. It could be, you know, you could be like a shirker. You could be basically it's a set of skills that you've developed in order to that you can use in the game. Was that very clear? I feel like I lost my path somewhere towards the end of that explanation. It's fine. Yeah. A gimmick is something special that you can do. Um, always find an open parking spot is an example that they use, you know, like John's is hit it hard enough at work, Todd's is sealer. It's just, it's something special about you. And then a weakness is something that negatively affects your life. You could be unlucky. You could um, have a face only a mother could love. Something that makes life a little bit more of a challenge for you. Uh, and those are the main words that we have. For those, you're going to determine a number. And to get that number, you will need a 20-sided die or the virtual equivalent. Okay. And what you want to do is roll a 20-sided die, divide it by two, and add six. You want to do that five times and then assign those numbers to the words I just described for you. And knowing this group, I should probably reserve my highest stat for health. <laughs> Body, then. Yeah. Um, your health is the same as your body. I apologize. Your HP will equal your body. All right, so 16 is going to be my body because I don't trust this group. <laughs> He's the Iron Gnome. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what? Screw it. I live on the edge. No. I'll put no. my body as 10. <laughs> it's no longer the Iron Gnome. <laughs> Uh, brain 15 <laughs> screw it body 9 <laughs> 15 nerve 10 uh i'm sorry what were the other ones um so job is well your job is what would you spend your time doing sub 
Yeah. <laughs> Gimmick is some extra bonus that's special to you that makes your life easier. And weakness is a special as uh, a bonus special to you that makes your life more challenging. Well, the rest of my things are tens, so just ten, <laughs> ten, and ten. You should be the out of breath like calisthenics, mate. <laughs> no, that's no. Yeah, I like the under sub, especially underwater. But I get seasick. Do we have a medic? Because I'm good at that role. Do we have a medic? There's a witch doctor. We, hey, we have Smognock, which is a medic third class. Oh, yeah. So, okay. you know, fairly, they can, like, take your pulse, but not even <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, medic it is, then. <laughs> Just came up with my gimmick and my weakness, which kind of play off of each other, so. That's always fun. My gimmick is take two and leave me alone. <laughs> and my weakness is antisocial. Gotta work a melon you out, man. I got something you can take. <laughs> For your starting yum yums, take roll a twenty sided die and divide by five. Two for me. A round down. Yeah, please. So a two. And then Ari, take a yum yum because I've never gotten to play with you before, so I'm super excited. Oh well, I'm not that special, but sure, I'll take well, it. I'll take three yum yums. You for more years than I can name, and so it's it's. <laughs> It's very neat for me. And Dirk, please take a yum-yum for um, inviting me when nobody else believes in me. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. Sorry. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> when take one away from Wilhelm because he's an ass. <laughs> take one away, lick it, and give it back. <laughs> and then also, I forgot. You get three skills. One at plus three, one at plus two, and one at plus one, and they can be anything. And if I understand correctly, it adds to your target number, so it increases your chance to uh, get within the success range. So if, for example, uh, let's say you had a, a body deal, but you get it, your skill applies, instead of trying to roll under but close to a nine, you'd like roll under but close to an 11 or a 12, depending on the skill. My skills are plus three move things, plus two break things, plus one underwater basket weaving. I thought it was eat things. No, no, I changed it to underwater basket weaving because that's a stereotypical skill a sports jock would learn in university. <laughs> that may not come up during the game. Okay, so I chose a random one for my plus one. Plus three medical, plus two intimidation, plus one animal affiliation. He's the one they sent out to go talk to the Kraken. <laughs> animal what? Affiliation I was, it, it's probably the wrong word. Animal... Affinity? Thank you. Tagline? Tagline. Tagline is just like something... It, it's a, a quote that kind of helps round you out as an individual. And um, a dumb fact is just kind of self-explanatory. For, for instance, Shapnils is... I can move it if I hit it hot enough. And his dumb fact was he was a Ford tackle at Nomish University sports ball team. Oh, and you also need the uh, WWPHITM. Who would play you in the movie? Oh, God, I don't know actors. Are you kidding me? Well, I'd pick Arnold Schwarzenegger. John, John, um, you are coming to GameStorm this year, so please have a yum-yum. That gives me three yum-yums, yay! I think you might have had that scale backwards. It's plus three per yum-yum, not three yum-yums per plus one. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a shift of three might be a better way to phrase it. Yes. But a reroll costs you three, though. Three roll or failed roll, it costs three. Unlike combat rolls, um, it's a resisted roll, so each, like, let's say, Shrapnel and Fish got into a fist fight. They would each roll their number, and then the person who got the higher number, well, if both succeeded, it goes by who had the higher number. So um, let's say that Shatner rolled a 12 out of 16 and Fish rolled a 8 out of 16. The 12 would be the higher roll and the difference would be 4 points. But then Fish could improve his roll, spend two yum-yums to do 6, and then he'd be up to 14 and do 10 damage to Shatner. Does, does that make so so after you succeed, then you can you, then you can boost the number up higher than what you, than, than 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 your target number is what you're saying. Okay, that makes sense. Dumb fact, uh, Todd. I've got webbed toes. Really? Doesn't nobody have to be. Has, a... Nobody has a naked gnome tattoo. <laughs> I was thinking about getting some green lips and and tattooing them to my uh, left hand so I could talk and make a puppet, <laughs> but I went with webbed toes instead. Going all frog, okay. So, welcome aboard the Crimson December or March. The People's Naming Committee could not decide. You all are in between shifts. You are not working, but but it's not your turn to sleep because you sleep in the rotations because there's not enough room for all of the crew members to have their own hammock. So, pretty much, I don't know, on your time off, you guys are, are mostly hanging out in the mess area, the windy on the map, the big central room of the sub. You know each other because you were all in the same squad for submarine training school. And so um, you, there you made bonds that will last a lifetime because that's the way you can know each other. You guys are actually um, in a meal and you're sitting there. You have movements come over to your table and is talking about how she heard when she was up in the operations room that the captain has a secret stash of golden grog made by Snuffbomb Distillery uh, from Northern Gnomeland. She heard that it was it was a that it was like the nectar of the gods, and and that it's something that every gnome should have to try before they die. As she's relating this rumor story to you over the head, you keep hearing announcements from that, you know, a, a slightly female, kind of like the airport voice. Fire crew one, please check out a fire extinguisher from supply and report to the engine room. Ding! Uh, this has been going on. You're about halfway through the voyage and this has settled into a routine. So you, you hear that frequently and nobody actually reacts very much when such an alarm comes over, they know that there's going to be fires and that somebody will hopefully put them out. So far, your teams have not been called. And does anybody... th- This is normal? Yes. <laughs> what kind it's of experimental trap are we on? We is on the finest ship in the Navy. It's an experimental you know, craft, okay? <laughs> they, they spent at least, you know, six months in R&D making the finest craft the finest experimental submarines that gnomes could create. Um, and the, I mean, this is, this is just the maiden voyage. They're just seeing how it works. And, you know, 
you're about halfway into the, the month-long voyage, and, and you know, you've gotten into the routine of just commonplace little emergencies that happen. Um, nothing big, but, you know, fires start, leaks happen. It's an experimental time. You, you have come to accept your lot in life, except that um, as you guys are having conversation, Chivo, the sub-captain, stands up on the um, stands up on the table and says, Comrades, gnomes, listen to me. These, this, ah, I'm not good with the voyage. Sorry. Uh, this voyage is a mess. Our captain has been leading us to our dooms. I say, join with me and overthrow the, the government. We will take over the ship. We will repair it. We will take over the submarine. We will repair it and we will be pirates living on the open sea. Who's with me? And there's a, a half the room kind of cheers. I, I, I stand up and I go, death to the mutineer. <laughs> this is not a mutiny. This is a revolution. You're revolting with us. Sniftle Wink like, raises his voice in, in a weird mumble. Like It could be either or, like either direction. Nobody can tell. <laughs> Coach, should I take him down? I said death to the mutineer. And I point at him. Well, yeah, I charge. Cool, super quick. Um, before you charge, um, <laughs> um, I want to see how the rest of their crew, or at least whoever's in the main cafeteria area, reacts. So we're going to do a comparison role. We're going to have the sub-captain, um, Sheevil, who I'm frantically trying to find her character sheet, pardon me. Um, so to see, I'm going to, we're going to do a, a um, nerves role. I think sub-captain Sheevil, is going to, um, she's trying to invoke a riot for a nerve, and Vladimir is trying to inspire the crew to remain loyal. So, um, Vladimir, please roll against political officer, and she will roll against, ooh, her job is leader of gnomes. Leader of gnomes, and will be a, a comparison role. So you want to get as close as you can to 13 without going over. What could go wrong? An awful lot. <laughs> oh! So, <laughs> it is, are, you know, is 20 an automatic, or can you yum-yum it down? I think it's going to be more fun. I think, yeah. I, I mean, the, the, it's kind of GM choice. I, I like to think that if you get a 20, you're, you're stuck with it. I'm not so going to with, anyway. um, As a mass, the gnomes on the table stand up and, and cheer. Yes, revolution! The pirate life for me! And then look over, and Sheeble says, well... It looks like you're the mutineer now, Asovich. Um, uh, it's not the it's not the whole crew. There's there's twenty gnomes in the room and outside of you guys, and so I'd say a good twelve of them are siding with the with the sub captain and turning um, turning on you and saying, "You will join the revolution, won't you, comrades?" And are you still charging, Shatno? Yeah, coach told me to. Okay, so um, I'd like you to do a body roll. Do I get to break things? No, but you do get to move things because you've got a bunch of gnomes that are kind of in your way. So 18 or... So, no, that's uh, 17 or less. 14. 14. Okay, so that's that's a good success. Um, You're running through hurling gnomes left and right. You charge up, you tackle... And um, the mutiny is now in full force. So there are 
gnomes gnomes have just they're seven old grudges they're fighting each other they're um some are rushing to protect you've got four gnomes trying to pull Chatnell off of Sheevil, who who is kind of prone on her table. Um, not the most glorious of beginnings, but it is a revolution. And so what are you going to do? The way combat works in Quags, there isn't really an initiative. Um, everyone just kind of says what they want to do, what their plan is. And then um, we kind of narrate it in the order that makes sense. Fish, what are you going to do? I am going to run for the intercom system and call for security. This is not my fight. <laughs> Shatmo, what are you? Oh, you, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I have I have the sheeple in my hands. I am using her to batter away the rest of the gnomes. <laughs> Shatmo goes to Sniftlewink. Yeah, I think Sniftlewink is is sucking down the last of a suspicious looking cigarette, quote unquote, and then sort of uh, attempting to sneakily stagger toward the captain's quarters while all this chaos is going on and everybody is busy. Uh, Tabro. Uh, similarly to... Uh, what is your name? <laughs> what is the nickname for your character? How about that? Nickname? What do you mean? It's Sniftlewink. <laughs> Sniffed, then. You can um, just say comrade, right? Yeah, comrade. <laughs> similarly to my comrade who is doing possibly the same thing. I'm just going to very quietly get up, drink the rest of my water and move on over to the uh, to the captain's quarters. I do not have time to deal with this. He could deal with it. And um, Vladimir? He is standing up on a table <laughs> trying to uh, give orders to his side and to sub- subdue the, uh, the, the mutineers. Would you say things are not in proper order? Uh, yes, actually. That's a good point. All right. Thank you. Um, I think you're not in the proper order. Uh, so that is your weakness. So um, can you roll against your weakness there, Vladimir? Thank you, Wilhelm. Have a yum yum. Oh, thanks. Okay. So what is, I roll. I rolled under my weakness, which means your weakness succeeds. All right. So <laughs> no, he is he is getting more strident and uh, sweating profusely and just going, what? No, no! And his voice is getting higher. And... Okay, and so, um, number of the so, Zippelink and Tableau, you guys uh, just do a quick, I think this is going to be nerve to try and um, stumble your way towards the, the, heading towards the captain's chamber. So, um, go ahead and both of you uh, give me a nerve roll for trying to to you're trying to be, be smooth about it, not draw attention to yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. So a nerve roll for each of those. Uh do I get any bonus for my hiding skill? Yeah, sure. It's, and how how does how do bonuses work? So the bonus you add to your target, so your nerve is fourteen, you add three for your hiding. Actually Tabro if you want to, instead of sneaking, if you want to just try and bully people out of your way, you can add your intimidation to me. All right, yeah. I'll yeah. bully people out of my way. I will downright shove people as long as it don't hurt them. <laughs> like, get out of my way. All right, what am I rolling? Or there will D20? be no anesthesia for you. <laughs> <laughs> One um, D20. So, D20, and you want to get less than... Do I want to go ahead and add my plus two? Yeah, so... You're rolling 12 or under. The, the plus 2 goes to the target, so you're nervous 10, plus 2 is 12. 
<laughs> okay, do either of you want to spend yum-yums to adjust your rolls, or do you want to deal with it? Um, I got lots, so uh, sure. That reduces it by three, right? Yeah. Okay, let's yeah. do that. Let's spend one. And one reduces to three, so that succeeds. So you kind of, you're um, shifting through the crowd. One of them, um, th- there's one gnome that sees you, and he's like, Get the traitor! And you're not quite sure if there's a traitor to the sub or the sub cap or the mutiny, but you just kind of mumble, yeah, the traitor or a fire is, oh, good, good no. And let you on your way. <laughs> awesome. Pepper, did you want to improve your role or? Yeah, I'll improve my role. I have enough. And Three. that improves your role to 13. Oh, that's still, you can spend two yum-yums. If you want to, or you could, yeah. If I'm sorry, because the world 16 and your target was 12. I can spend two yum yums. Okay, two yum yums. Um, and again, you you have someone getting up in your face. Medic, are you with us or against us? <laughs> how how tall and or buff is this person? Oh, average. He, it's it's not a huge gnome. It's got a nasty grin, kind of his beard is scraggly, wiry but not huge. Okay, so I look much younger than him in that case, but um, <laughs> I just kind of cross my arms, and I'm generally against anything that smacks of this much stupidity out of my way. He kind of frowns and like, hither, and, and goes off, grabs another gnome, you with us or against it, and, and you are free to go through. Um, fish, you are trying to get to the intercom. You um, bet. The thing is that um, you, you kind of you can make your way through the through the crowd, but there is a gnome standing at the intercom, almost starting like he doesn't want word of this little revolution to get out. What do you do? Ah, out of my way, out of my way! And when I see he's not moving, it's like uh, headbutt him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, do a. Body roll for me, please. Not um, my strong suit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ah. Okay. Hey. So you um, horrendously fail. Actually, the thing is that um, he also failed because he just had a ten body, and so you two, you you headbutt him right in the chest and kind of <laughs> your head kind of just kind of gets a bit sore, and you two kind of. Clinch each other and fall to a, a, a little bit of a, a scrumble there. Shout no. You are trying to batter gnomes with this sub lieutenant. Yeah. Um, sub captain. Sub captain. <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Sub captain. Of course, all the time going, sorry, coach. Much usual as battering ram. So that is going to be a body roll. Um, and it's going to be resisted by the sub captain who is trying to squirm out of your and berating you, telling you that you will be in the brig for seven months, if not walking the plank. And and so she's berating you and resisting your... Do I get any of my skills, like break things or move things? Things, move things. I mean, you're moving things. You're, I, I don't see it's trying to break... What are you trying to break the other of us? Um, well, I'm trying to use her to break other people. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. You can break things. So that's like a 17 or less. 11. Let's see what she rolls. She rolls a 7. 
just by nine so 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 you keep your grip on her and you're still, how are you are you holding her like by the legs by an arm and leg kind of airplane how are you no, I'm grabbing her by the legs and swishing her around. I mean, that, she was standing on a table. That was the easiest thing to grab was her legs. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you're, you're swinging, you're kind of getting people out of the way. So gnomes are, are stepping back a bit, you know, after you knock the first two down with, um, Nebel. Who's going to take, that's going to be seven, eleven, three hit points. Um, so she's starting to look a little beat up and angry and, so she would count as a big weapon? Uh, no. No. Medium size? Unwilling. That's No, I'm, uh, she is not, um, I'm, I'm not going to count her as a size weapon. She's not going to get a bone for her size. She's just a weapon. So she's improvised. Yeah. Um, at this point, there is kind of a chaotic melee, um, going on. Everyone's running around. The overhead, the, the overhead voice says, there is a, Mechanical function in the engine room. Losing buoyancy, the sub is sinking? Lauren? Um, what's the correct term? Sinking would be the correct term. Or taking on water. Or no, losing buoyancy. Yeah, sub losing buoyancy needs, needs attention. So you've got that going for you. You've got the mutiny going for you. Was Comrade Sniffling and Tabro both going to the same door kind of towards the, you were going towards the captain's cabin. And, oh, yeah. um, you get to the door and you find that someone has jammed it. That door is actually jammed shut. You can't just, just the, the normal opening mechanism is not working for you. Jammed how? Like, is, is there, uh, is the jam on our side? Do we see the jam? Yeah, it looks like somebody has shoved, taken a crowbar to the mech. Mechanism on your side to kind of break it off so that it the, the fasten is is stuck in the door on your side. The dogs are yeah. yes, the dogs are, are stuck. So your door jammed, <clears throat> your sub sinking. You're in the middle of a melee, and um, let's go to Vladimir as he's uh, losing his his composure here. I think he just starts flailing at. At the nearest mutineer will probably be very ineffective. <laughs> okay, and um, so I don't think I have anything other than body to work to throw at that. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to make you roll through. You're, you're kind of regaining your composure. You could probably shout at me to well, or no, let's just do straight body. Sure. Get back! Oh, so you get back, it. you mutineer! You will obey me and. uh but he break out exactly what he needed. The the mutineer, yeah, hit hit it exactly. He's he pansy little diplomat. We don't need your type on our pirate boat. Oh, so you tied. So he says that, but then you two just kind of evolve into a slap fest. That sounds about right. <laughs> Hitting each other, slapping each other. Um and <laughs> and um um actually Shatmill. Yeah. You have been, there is one, one bright moment. He's actually a member of fire team. One has a, a fire extinguisher, which he is going to start spraying in your face, trying to get you to, to release the sub lieutenant or the sub captain. Yeah. I make the spin, I make the spin and then throw her at him. <laughs> okay. So this is two range attacks. It's still body. I don't think you have. It's close range. It is close range. 
But yeah, let's, let's just go straight. Unless you're aboard, unless we're aboard the Sea View with you know the humongous decks they had in that ship. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's. I mean, it's it's big for 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 gnomes. It's it's pretty spacious, but it's still not that big. So let's just go straight, buddy. Yeah. Hmm. Now, is it is it up to plus three or straight plus three when you spend a yum yum? When you spend a yum yum, I mean, it's plus three, but you can. If if you don't want to use all three, I don't see why you have to. The thing is, you succeeded and he didn't. Oh, because I was actually looking at spending it down. Oh, get it to a one so I get a quirky success. <laughs> but I, if I succeed, I succeed. So I hit him. Succeed. So so you throw the the sub captain. The, the thing is, with a quirky success, he still fires off the fire extinguisher, but at, at the other mutineers, that'd be a quirky success. I think that would actually be a um amazing. Uh, yeah, because a quirky success it, the kind of bad luck happens to you. Ah, so yeah, okay, I'll just go with this. Yeah. But he he does spray the fire extinguisher wild, wildly around overhead. You hear um ding. There is a fire in the periscope room. Ding. Oh, and it's probably what a chemical cuz Oh, the fire extinguisher, yeah, it's a chemical. It's, it's the, the, the white powdery stuff that's getting all over everybody. Actually, did, did I ask you guys what you were doing with the, I totally told you about the door and then skipped you. I apologize sincerely. Um, let's go back to that door. All right. Right. So, I mean, we discovered that it's, it's blocked or, or it's been tampered with, yeah. uh, on our side. So, um, like Sniftlewink goes up to the door, like nose to nose to metal, and he's like he breathes hard on it for a bit, and then like he bangs on the door and goes, C- "Cabins, cabins, you in there?" <laughs> okay, that sounds like you're using your gimmick. Your gimmick. Well, I'm I'm or trying your... to contact yeah. the captain if the captain is oh, in there. Are you trying to? Just... So actually, the door. There's actually a room between the supply room is between you and the captain's cabin. You're at the door to the. Oh, okay, all right. That's one that's jammed, but you can still ask if the cabin's in there. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, sure. That's what he does. Tabro, <laughs> okay. are you? Well, I'm looking at the door, seeing if I can figure out why it's jammed. Sniffling, do you hear from the other side of the door? Cabins are under the on the other end of the boat. Go away. Um, do a brain roll. You're examining the kind of the bottom of the door? I'm just examining all around. Okay. One thing you notice is that the door is super loose. While it's it can't be opened, if you had somebody strong enough, you might be able to just break it down. Um it's it's like it's it's in this position but it's kind of it it's weak there. There it could be Broken down, or if you had the proper tools or even the crowbar, you might be able to dig the, the dog out. Um, there are a couple different options for opening the door. Well, time to get Shapno. <laughs> Fish, you are wrestling with a mutineer who's trying to keep you from contacting outside the ship. Yep. Down and dirty, elbows. It's like, I'll bite him if I have to. <laughs> so this looks like a straight up newly both of uh, Yeah. Unfortunately, it is. <laughs> hey, that's a success. That is a success. And um, the other feller, you get a good elbow in the gut and knocks the wind out of him, and he comes <coughs> panting, and, and you use that to, to to climb on top of him and grab the intercom. Yeah. I'm busy uh, 
turning that crank. <laughs> At this point, Subcaptain Shovel says, Revolutionaries, with me! She is leading them towards the stern of the sub. This is where the fire is, huh? <laughs> well, the, the fire's in the very back of the engine room. There's also a fire above you in the periscope room. And the mutiny's kind of dying down. You've got uh, eight good, loyal gnomes. You've got a broken door. Well, they they haven't left. There's a crowd. People are trying to disengage to get to the thing, so we still have at least one more round of fighting to go. Sniffling and Tabro, what are you guys doing? Uh, I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm uh, Snifflewink's like banging on door, going, going like, "How's I know you're not cabins tend to not to be? Show your muggins." <laughs> this is totally like mumbling my way into it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but... yeah, roll that. For if, if that's cool, otherwise I'll no. That that me. totally makes sense. I thought that was what it was last time, but I didn't. I didn't make the connection. I apologize. <laughs> I can see the guy opening the door. What was that? <laughs> 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 um, right, so so go ahead and, and roll your roll your mumble your way. That's a thirteen. That's a thirteen out of sixty. That's a pretty good success. So, um, so you hear a voice from the other side. All right, all right, keep your pants on. I'm coming. <laughs> Hang on, this thing's jammed. Help me out. Well, open it from your side. It'd be Stuckins. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was jugging someone someone uh, using a crowbar on him. There's Stephen. a jug and a crow what? No, nope, broke. Yeah, captain. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I need to translate. Cap- yes. The door is the stuck from this side and apparently from that side. It looks like something jammed it. Well, get something on jam it. What's wrong with you? There's sort of a mutiny in the mess hall. It's been bootaged. <laughs> mutiny? Well, somebody should warn the captain. Um, how do I say this? He, he kind of looks at Sniftlewick. Sniftlewick um, <laughs> blinks sleepily at you. You, you tell him. Tell <laughs> him what's him. Okay, so while you guys are trying to figure out how right. to... Like, how do we say that the captain's the one? How? <laughs> the captain. You guys, are, you guys are knocking on the door to the supply room. He's most likely the quartermaster. And it's a sub-captain. Not the captain of the sub, but the sub-captain. This is their first underwater vessel. The, the ranking structure was captain and then sub-captain and then petty officers and whatnot. And so it's a little bit confusing that the... Basically first mate. No, first officer. He is the sub-captain. He is called the sub-captain. But the captain's the captain of the sub. The sub-sub-captain. <laughs> yes. Todd, you've got the intercom fired up. Operations, so- operations. Send security to the mess. Uh, we got a mutiny. Sub-captain has gone nuts. <laughs> I imagine, like, there's this shrill screaming in the background of, <laughs> of Vladimir going, ah! <laughs> and it sounds like wet fish hitting each other. <laughs> a... If that helps to add to the urgency. <laughs> Suddenly on the overhead here, ding, there's a mutiny in the mess. Security teams one through four. Please subdue everybody. <laughs> okay, that's the way to do it. Time, time to leave. <laughs> um, Vladimir, you are slap fighting with a, a munir who's trying to disengage so he can follow Subcaptain Shevno to, to regroup. I think after my success in fighting him, at least that's the way I'm looking at it, 
I've regained some of my composure, and I'm going to try to run to the the aft door, go through it, and then shut it behind me and shut them in there so the security teams can come deal with them. Okay. So you go, that's the same door that they're trying to go through. So, um, so I think you're going to have to try and use your body to get through all of the other gnomes. Or you can try to use your body to, to try and actually, you can try to use your body to, to just push your way through or maybe your nerve to kind of but, or even your political officer to pray and um, scream frantically yeah. at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I then I do have a plus one in shouting, so I can. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, make way, yeah. make way. Um, diplomat coming through. Political officer. I'm. Uh, let's get this situation under control. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Use your political officer in shouting. Eleven. And, uh, then I make it. So you did make it. You, you made it through. Get back, you hooligans! This is a rabble. So, um, <laughs> this is so, no way for seamen in the gnomish navy to behave. <laughs> so um, you do. So unfortunately, the sub captain and, and a couple of her her engineers get through the before you, but you do manage to to get through the aft door and kind of block it, and hoping to wait for the um, security teams to come through. Shatnil, you notice that, that some of your combatants have disappeared, but also you, you, you do notice that several gnomes in the uniforms of security team two seem to be on the side of the mutineers. Um, and they're already in the, in the cafeteria. I grab a mess table, put it in front of me, and, you know, scream, forward and goal and charge! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call that move things. Yeah. And body. So, 18 or less. Two. Two. That is much less than 18. So, that is, you are successful, but you, uh, you don't do a lot of damage. You do manage to corral several. I sort of push him against the wall, more or less. I'm holding him in place. Yeah, but you don't get all of them. You get quite a few. And, and all of a sudden, as, as you're pushing across the room, the, the hole in the ceiling opens up and a, Burning gnome kind of coats, a burning gnome screaming falls to the earth to the floor. Say, ah! Fire! Help! Help! Um, contrary to the rules of physics, you do see flames of fire kind of looking downwards through the, the hatch in the ceiling. As if we just give it a source of air. Well, uh, there was a fire extinguisher around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, that's why Shrapnel is a bit white right now. Well, good for you. You you keep them pinned. I'll I'll find the fire extinguisher. So you've got you've got a little bit of fighting going on. Um, you're waiting for security. Did I get everybody? Did I miss anybody? I think uh, we can. I I haven't been paying attention to any round system, so I okay. think you're good. Well, then I will stop paying attention to that and just go where the flow takes you. If somebody feels like I'm neglecting them, please let me know. Cool. Um, so you've got the, the you've got um, the sub sinking. You've got a fire in the engine room, you've got a fire above you, you've got a burning gnome on the floor behind Shatnil, you've got a stuck door, you've got theoretically some security teams coming, and you've got a mutiny going on somewhere towards the rear of the sub. So we're going to start with Sniffling and Tavro, the the voice on the other side of the door. So, All right, hang on, hang on, let me go see if I can find a, a, a crowbar. Just sit tight, I'll, I'll get back to you. 
and you, you hear footsteps heading away from the door. <laughs> I think Snifflewings just like tearing his hair out, like going, ah, oh, no, no drink delicious dinner now that we got to go to the engine room before burning up. There is an alternate way, actually. If you go down through the missile control room, you can try and sneak through the operations room into the captain's cabin. There, there are two different ways to the captain's cabin. If that occurs to me, then I promptly forget about the engine room and like, like I have this like big, uh, you know, revelation look on my face. <laughs> like, <gasps> we go, we, we're going for missile. Missile. What? Missile. What? And I'm no. like pointing oh. to the other door, right? <laughs> it's kind of hatchets below the, the dining room. Right. Sniftlewick, where do you think you're going? I'm pulling you with me. <laughs> where are we going? Missile. Missile. Yeah. Missling through back in the cabins. Through and the, the room? Why? And the drink delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, somebody dropped you on your head as a child. I'm like shaking my head. No, I'm like stuffing some sort of joint in your mouth. So. <laughs> I don't want that. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, so, and you do see there is a clear path to the missile room. That's also the where where the security chief has his office, but you haven't seen anyone come up through it, so the way may be clear. You do know at least some of the security team are in the... This is a brilliant plan. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Absolutely. Do you even know what the plan is? Do <laughs> you understand the full plan? Nope. <laughs> but I just know that it's probably not going to be a good one. Okay, well, that's fair. Because um, I didn't come up with it. <laughs> Fish, you, you have... Spread the warning, and now you hear, you've heard that security is on its way. Known that you are, that you were standing on to, to get to the thing is, is, has moved out, causing you to lose your balance a little bit, but you are still stable. You've got Shapnel pushing everybody against the wall. You've got a fire above you. You, the sub sinking. We're going to grab that fallen fire extinguisher. Put out the burning gnome and head on up to the periscope room. Okay. Somebody's got to keep the ship from destroying itself. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's a, a general seaman role. I think that's, that's something that most sailors should know on the ship is how to put out a burning fellow gnome. Yeah. I think it was covered in basic. <laughs> go, ahead and, go ahead and roll your, your general seaman job. Uh, yeah, we're gonna spend that, spend some yum yums. If we spend uh, two, that'll get me down to a thirteen, which is a a success. It is a, a brilliant success. So go ahead and tell me, tell me how you brilliantly succeed. Well, since it's supposed to be an awesome success, I guess I throw myself at the floor, roll across, grab the fire extinguisher, come up in a standing position. Spray the uh, gnome and then jump and grab the the uh, first rung up to the periscope room. I'll save the ship. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Um, the gnome is is still flopping and screaming, but no longer actually on fire. And it is not my job. Where's the dog? <laughs> so before I go to Vladimir, Chapnell, are you just still holding them there? You you have noticed a distinct lack of security reporting. Yeah, I, you know, I'm basically doing the the Mongo bit and just sort of holding them in place. Okay, well, I will leave things at that for now. I don't think you need to roll. You, you, the people you've got are definitely there screaming, crowing, and, and calling you names and 
blaming the the ship sinking on you and your size. And Vladimir, you are on the other side of the door of all that chaos. You are kind of you're sitting in the oxygen room. You've got the cruise quarters below you, and behind you is the engine room, which may or may not be on fire. Um, you don't see any of the mutineers. They have possibly gone to the engine room. Um, what are you doing? Securing that hatch to keep the mutineers from getting out of the that room t- to get aft where they wanted to go. So, so are you going to kind of jam the door? Yeah. Perfect. Nothing could go wrong there. <laughs> so two of the doors are jammed in that room. I love it. Um, if there's a like a communications tube, I'll yell in it for security detail. Report uh, to the aft uh, hatch to the the galley. You hear the voice of security method coming through. Yeah, yeah, we're on our way. Didn't you hear? There's a mutiny. I've got four security teams trying gearing up in right gear to to call the the mutiny. But but I'll I'll send you a couple of gnomes. Get them. Down. I have I have the mutineers. Trapped in the mask. Get them down here to subdue them. That is an order. Subensin Asovich. <laughs> roll, roll your political officer, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you've got them in the mess. Okay. I've got, I've got a right team on the way. We're right below the mess. Okay. Sounds like it's a good time to see Wilhelm and, I'm sorry, Snifflewink and Tabro. <laughs> <laughs> Are you heading towards the, the, um, the, the yeah, the missile, uh, yeah. Yeah, the missile. So you you open the hatch and you see a a group of of gnomes at the foot of the thing. They they're just putting the final touches on the um their right gear. It's a big process, and they've never actually had to put the right gear on before. So they are a little bit on the slow side, but they 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 are up. There's a group of about. Four or five security gnomes at the foot of the ladder down. All right, so I just I give Tabro a wink and goes something like, uh, "Snow or never," and then I just like slip down. You know, where you like hold the ladder at the sides and you, you just slide down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I think there's a lot of eye rolling and may or may not be a, a mutter of moron under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> I probably go. Whoa! <laughs> Actually, I'll add to that drug-addled moron. <laughs> but are you following? <laughs> yeah, I'll follow, but I'm not going to slide down. Okay, you've got ten eyes staring straight at you, and you hear a voice from you're kind of surrounded by by security gnomes in in various degrees of right gear, and and you hear a voice, mutineer, stop! <laughs> they have not like... noticed you yet, Tabro. Focused on Mr. Wink. I, I point up. I'm like, Nelson, uh, it's been muddin' in the messing room. What? Cement, muddin' in the messing room. There's cement in the messing room? <laughs> well, somebody gives you a bucket. Go, go clean it up. He gives you a muffin bucket. No, we've got, we've got a mutiny to stop. And they go back to, to putting on right here. Gentlemen. I like, I, I take the mop and I look at it literally like, <laughs> it has a handle. It has like hairs and stuff. Um, Gentlemen, what? You I believe what my drug-addled friend was trying to say is there's a mutiny in the mess hall. Yes, we're, we we've got the word. We're we're getting ready to deal with it. Don't worry, you're safe with us. 
Yeah, some snapping too, Miss Gross. And I believe me, I'm the... not worried about myself at this point. Well, then get off that ladder so we can get up. Well, then he's gonna go. He's not gonna slide, but he is gonna go up. Yeah. How would you slide up? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna go wherever Sniftlewink is. Oh, so you're down. Okay. Um, let's see how Fish is dealing with the fire. We've got the fish and the fire in the periscope room. Well, we're going to climb on up into the periscope room. Last I heard, it was on fire. It is burning all around about you. There's periscope room. It's got the periscope towards about. It's got the periscope apparatus and a now slightly melted uh, communication tube. There's a wall of lockbooks that are cheerfully burning. Oh. <laughs> you know... I'm not going to take an inventory. We're just going to okay, sh- okay. put the fire out. It's you like, fire, 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 fire. Just using the fire extinguisher. Yeah, we can, we can save the cleaning for later. Unless yeah. that helps. <laughs> but I'm actually going to ask you to, um, there's going to be a minus two because the, the fire extinguisher is starting to get a little bit on the empty side. Jeez Louise. <laughs> on this ship, everything should be extra capacity fire extinguishers. Well, you do notice that um, there are there is a, a bracket for fire extinguisher on the wall, but the fire extinguisher is actually gone. What what happened was people were collecting fire extinguishers, so the the captain had them all rounded up, and they're in the supply room now. And you actually have to check them out to fight a fire, because otherwise people were just keeping them in their in their wall lockers and foot lockers and stuff. Sniffling. Getting high off it somehow? <laughs> <laughs> well, there were enough fires that everyone, a lot of the crew didn't feel safe without a fire extinguisher on them. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's put this fire out with what uh, juice we got left in this thing, in theory. It could theoretically be laced with one of my stashes. No, <laughs> it could. Ooh. No, let's not. <laughs> we we got an eight, so as the uh, okay. fire extinguisher gasps its last uh, puff of extinguisher material, it's like the fire goes. Good job, we put the fire out. You rescued uh, the periscope room. Ta-da! Congratulations. We don't die yet. Yay! It's a success. <laughs> you hear what? Over the ground. Ding! Fire in periscope room has been. Put out, please return all fire equipment to supply room. Ding! And Shatmel, you see gnomes in riot gear starting to pour out of the floor of the galley. Shouts of, Mutineers, halt! You're all under arrest! Oh, I see. I should shout something appropriate. Yeah! I got them over here! Formation number 25! Hut! Hut! Of course, I probably got both, both mutineer and non-mutineer behind that table. Oh, see, and that's the thing. Plus, you, you see you have some security gnomes, and so you're the mutiny? That's a big mutiny. You see a couple of the the security gnomes pulling some batons out of their belts and, and throwing cards. You release those gnomes, mutineer. We will give you a fair trial. I sort of stop and carefully set the table down, turn around, look down at him. <laughs> I am not the mutineer! Those are the mutineers! You quelled the mutiny all by yourself? Yeah. Okay, and there's other gnomes saying, We're not all mutineers. I'm not a mutineer, I'm loyal. Yeah, so am I. In fact, all of the gnomes there seem to be claiming they're loyal for some reason. So we're going to sort that out. But real quick, I want to um, dash over to Vladimir. 
just because I, I just wanted to make you aware while you were talking to the trying to get the security, um, you did notice on the gauge, you're, you're in the oxygen room, and you notice that the oxygen's sitting at about three quarters. Still plenty of air, no, nothing to worry about, but it, it is down to, to three quarters of a supply. You're not really in danger until you only have a quarter of your air left, but, but it, I just wanted to let you know that you noticed that. Who would be in charge of the oxygen supply, monitoring it? Because they're obviously not doing their duty. <laughs> Um, I, I think that would be part of the engineering crew duty. Um, you know, chief engineer would have assigned a couple of maintenance gnomes to keep that up. It's kind of the the oxygen is kind of tied into the ballast system. Yeah, yeah, probably someone on the engineering staff. Um, you can check the duty roster in the operations room to see who's assigned to it today. But not you notice not many gnomes are actually at their posts anymore. Uh, I'm probably head directly to engineering. Okay. You, you Is discovering to... that the gnomes are not at their post as a cause for uh, falling to pieces? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, and things not in proper order. You are so good at that. Take the yum-yum, Wilhelm. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so, yeah, go ahead and, and roll on your weakness, please, Wagner. Of course, hysterically, it's the funnier it is. <laughs> Where are the gnomes? Okay. You're supposed to be monitoring this. Where are they? And then he's just running haphazardly just through the, the corridor towards engineering to find the, the, the gnomes okay. that are supposed to be at the post here monitoring this. You you are um, running towards the thing is, in your frenzy, you, you kind of left the, the intercom on push to talk. So everybody subway subway hears, where are the gnomes? No one's where they're supposed to be. What's going on? Help! As you run towards the engineering room, and when you get to the door there, you find that it's locked from the other side. Let's go back to Shepno. The, the security gnomes need to sort this out, so they're, they're asking you politely but firmly to please let the gnomes go. Yeah, I put the table down and I step away. There they are. And he was, he was mutineering and he was mutineering and she was mutineering. She's cute, but I'm not going to ask her out. <laughs> but you can't trust his word. Look at him. That's just sort of turn and my arms are in that position where I'm basically in that one, you know, the, the standard, you know, Schwarzenegger pose, you know. You cannot trust me? Clearly he was the mutineer. He's the one who had the most gnomes in trouble. Sure, Yes, you were following Shevel. When Shevel got away, the sub sub captain was the was the head of the mutineer. Shevel, Shevel is the sub captain. How dare you besperse your name? Says one of the right clad security gnomes. And fish, you are kind of coming back down the hatch into this scene. Would you like to um, make things better or worse? Well, we'll make things better. Yep, it was uh, the sub captain who called the mutiny. I think. Uh, she made it to the engineering was heading that way. If she sabotages the ship, we're all doomed. Yeah, listen to the little guy. And I'll take the empty fire extinguisher to supply. Okay, to the engineering. That's what the voice said. Okay, uh, you notice that the door to the supply room is jammed. The the security team, to the engineering room. And um, they start to file towards the aft of the ship. And of course, that door is locked too. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so... Um, alternate path. There is a path down through the reactor room. Overhead, you hear a 
Ding. There is flooding in the operations room. Pump crew two, please report. Please check out pumping equipment from supply and report. Brings me to um Smithlewink and Tabro, who are in the missile room getting ready to actually go to the operations room <laughs> to get to the captain's cabin. Sniftlewink is sort of sashaying that way with the mop, and in his own head, there's this like soundtrack of like Don Felder's "All of You," right? As he's sort of dancing with the mop toward the operations room. Could you please, um, real quickly, give me a body roll, and I really hope you fail, but sure. Your choice. Missiles ahoy! That is a three, oh, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so you um, sashay, you are bumping into things, you. Knock over a file cabinet, but but you 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 make your way not knock over, <laughs> just jostle. You 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 say successfully and without accidentally triggering a missile launch towards the operations room. Um, That's too bad. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. I coming. think I'm paying more than enough attention not to accidentally <laughs> trigger anything. Oh, I think so. Are you just are you heading towards the operations room as well? Yeah, with you know rolling my eyes and such. You get to the door. The door, you, you notice that door, there's kind of some, some sweat on the door and it's kind of bulging towards you a little. Or it's kind of, it feels like there's a lot of pressure on the other side of the door. Oh, I'm smart enough to know what that means. Sniffleweek is busy admiring the mop, so he's just reaching for the controls and attempting to open it. Sniffleweek, okay. get back! <laughs> the captain is unfortunately deceased. Come away from that door right now. The big question is, does the door open inward or outward? Or does the door open at all? Well, this door does not look jammed. I just, I'm trying to think how this seems like we're going to... Tabro, go ahead and do a nerve plus intimidation to get Snifflewink to stop versus... You know what, Snifflewink? Roll your weakness. A little high. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In oh, fact, don't even, don't even worry about yeah. going, Cowboy. Let's roll, let's roll Sniffling's weakness. Here we go. 15. That's 15. almost a crit. Oh, my goodness. That is beautiful. You can twirl around, spin open the, the lock, open the door, and water comes flooding in. <laughs> you and Tabro, just a, a wall of water, floods you across the room, bang you into the walls. Um, you hear or smell computers kind of short-circuiting. A brief <laughs> fire flares up, but then it's put out by the sheer volume of water, and the doors open, and you now have your room about ha- up to your chest in water, continuing into the operations room, which has about the same amount. You <laughs> do find that there are no gnomes in the operations room, but you don't also necessarily see any dead bodies in there, so that's a good thing. I'm waving my mop. My good thing I got the mop. <laughs> Can I get over there and close that door? <laughs> um, what? Well, well, we're going through that door. Not a chance. I mean, the damage has been done. Closing yeah. it won't. I mean, the water has leveled out so that yeah. both are equally full. Back to uh, Vladimir. You, you, you're at the door and it was locked so you had enough time to take a breather. Plus, things are looking good for you because you do see gnomes in riot gear streaming towards the the door. Um, you hear a voice overhead go, bing! Descent approaching dangerous levels. Full integrity could be in danger. Bing! Rap on the uh, 
the dungeon room door. This is Sabenson Asovich. I am here to take command of the situation. You're from the other side of the door. What's the password? I'm giving you a direct order. Open this door. You're not one of us. You have no authority here. This is this is the pirate crew, um, Schliebel's Devils, and you're not one of us. I ain't opening the door. Filthy mutineers, you open this door, or you will all be strung up at the next port. Um, we'll get a political officer. Let's see. Um, yeah, and you can add shouting. Oh, we always add shouting. <laughs> no. 18. I don't make it. If we open the door, the only getting strung up is you. Now go back to your pansy captain. The pirates will make you walk the plank. And that's not easy underwater. Frantically waving at the uh, the riot gnomes to get over there to help him. What seems to be the trouble, sir? We have mutineers who have taken control of engineering. We need to get in there and subdue them. Aye. And so when the, the security gnomes goes up and tries to open the door. Door's locked, sir. Break it down. Unlock it. However, okay. you, 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 you do your do your thing. Okay, hold on. I gotta go to the supply room and check out a battering ram. And one of the gnomes um, starts to walk away. Um, a couple of gnomes take off their their helmets and uh, start to light up their pipes. One of them says, "Okay, break time. Gotta wait for the battering ram." Um, there is no breaks during <laughs> mutinies. This is in Article Seventeen, Subsection Fifty Seven. No breaks during mutinies. We can't do anything until the battering rams arrive. You want us to bang our heads against that door? Considers. <laughs> well, do something. Don't just go secure the area. Okay. You guard that door. You guard that door. You guard that. Put that pipe out. And so he starts knocking the, the one guy starts knocking his um, pipe against one of the oxygen tanks. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave that there and go back to the galley where uh, people are a little bit confused. Uh, there, there doesn't seem to be a point in fighting. They're still on opposite sides, but the mutineers don't necessarily want to try it. Actually, there's another way through. Um, I would imagine the mutineers would probably have gotten both those doors locked if they were smart. Wait a second. Now we were talking mutineers, so... Yeah, well, actually, um, you uh, both, both Fish and um, Chapno, please give me a brain roll. Really? Oh, man. <laughs> One of us is equipped to do this. <laughs> Not me! <laughs> Easy peasy. Boy, that wasn't a really good roll. So, you, Chatmill, you don't notice much of anything. You you notice that um, there, the, the room is, uh, it looks like there's been a fight. You don't notice much, but, but Fish, you notice that, that the population of the room seems to have shrunk significantly. You're not quite sure how. You didn't actually notice people leaving, but um, there are definitely fewer people in the room than there were just a little bit ago. Well, knowing how this ship is ran, they're probably waiting in line at supply. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you do notice the door to supply is... There are three doors open. There's the hatch to the periscope room, mm-hmm. there's the hatch to the reactor room, and there's the hatch to the missile room. In the floor, those are the three non-stuck jammed exits. But there's currently people, except that you um, do hear, other than the boat sinking and possibly a fire in the engine room and a mutiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
just another day in the life. Uh, actually, uh, the mysterious voice overhead said to take the fire extinguisher that's now empty to the uh, supply room. Yeah. And I think I'm just going to go over to the supply room, take the empty fire extinguisher, see that the door's jammed, and then smack the door with the fire extinguisher. Going, hey, open up. You're doing it wrong. I come walking over there, take the fire extinguisher. You gotta do it this way. I'm gonna use. It works if I hit it hard enough. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and add breakpoints to that. Oh goody! So that's a total of oh seventeen or less. Yeah. Boom. Oh, that's a good. That's the the door smashes down. Smashes down of course. Clang. Cabro and Snifflewink hear a, a tremendous clang echoing through the room down there. I'll get to that later. The the supply room is open. You see there's like a, a hallway running through towards the captain's cabin with a with a hatch leading down to the operations room. And then a big wall with a window in it and a door. And you see the quartermaster kind of cowering behind the counter with a harpoon gun. And he's 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 saying, Back mutineers, you'll not get into my storehouse. We are not mutineers, we have to bring a, a- What's this? It's it's a fire extinguisher. It's empty. I hand it to you. I hand it to the quartermaster. Oh, all right then. Okay, so here I just need you to fill out um, this form two B, uh, just just describing how it was used and uh, the condition you received it in against the condition it was, and I'll make out the condition it was. And, and, and I write in huge letters, "Fire," <laughs> and hand it back to him. Uh, I think the ship is sinking. You got any pumps that we can sign out? Ah, yeah. Pump. Let me see. Um, here. He gets out and, and he hands you a, a Form 2 Alpha uh, equipment checkout form, which, you know, name, rank, uh, what the equipment is, what it's going to be used for, uh-huh. how long it's uh-huh. going to have it, that kind of thing. State the nature of your emergency. Sinking! <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation mark. <laughs> Take good care of that. It's the last one I have, the quartermaster tells you. The last one? Where's all the others? <laughs> They've been checked out or lost or I don't know. Lost? We're on a submarine. I saw some stupid gnome convert one into, I don't know, he was smoking some something through it. <laughs> we know this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fish! Get to the pumper! Get to the pumper! Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the pumper is, or the, the bell sinks are in the engineering room, by yeah. the way. Let's, let's go save the ship. So you guys have your pumps, you're gonna go save the ship. Tabro and Snifflewink, just as you are recovering from the, the flood of water, and, and, uh, Snifflewink raises his mop triumphantly, glad he has it. Um, you hear a big clang on the roof echoing throughout the sub. Oh, hopefully none hit a reeves. He's just mumbling nonsense. <laughs> Possibly there was the word reef in there somewhere, but, you know. Yeah. And then he starts, you know, holding the mop over his head and starts wading over through the chest-high water into the operations room, like waving Tabra with him. I'm going to go try to close the door that is letting all the water in. It's done, right? It's yeah. The door is closed. Oh, although, it's not actively letting water in? No, the, the water levels have bounced, although you do notice in the operations room there, there's a there's a slight leak where the hole has separated just a little bit, and that's where all the water had been coming from. 
Um, there's actually three of them. So there's a little bit of water coming in, but it's not the, the flood you had. Right. Is there anything nearby to patch that with? You know, you might be able to find patching supplies in the operations room or possibly in the engineering. All right. I'm going to look in the operations room. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean operations room. I meant supply room. Um, oh, God. Room. Miss- the operations room. Supply right. room is right above your head, though. Um, the a ladder going up to it. Is the and, captain in that room? Um, the captain is theoretically in the captain's cabin, which is the door just to the bow. Just to the bow of where we are right now? Yeah. So uh, we're okay, currently well, moving toward the operations it? room, and we have to go through the operations room to get to the door that is pota- that is the captain's. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, can I open it? Well, we have to get through the operations, which is just kind of waiting through. So, yeah, you can... You can get to the captain's room, um, the captain's quarters. He does have his door locked, though, because he doesn't want just anybody running in. Plus, he heard there was a mutiny, and he doesn't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> He's the best captain ever. So <laughs> wh- while you're walking there and uh, or waiting there and you're trying to do all right, in the background, like, uh, Sniff the Wink is, like, looking sleepily at the various tears and leaks, and he's, like, tapping his finger to his lips, like, hmm. And then he looks around, and he goes... Uh, mumble something about his stash, uh, and I think I think I wanna uh, I wanna spend some yum yums to bend reality here. Okay. I think there's a, like a pressurized or like air, watertight uh, locker in this operations room where various things have gone missing and ended up for you know emergencies or something. Right? If he's been using them to like hide the stash in the back of the locker. One of these things is uh, like a primitive, like blowtorch. Yeah, I know what kind of talk. Yeah, like you see in Three Stooges. Yeah, sure. I, you know, I like that a lot. That's that's only going to cost you a yum yum for that. That I, oh. I, there's a lot of things you can do with a blowtorch in a submarine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to pay for that then, and then I'm going to go about like fixing the the leaks because that seems a little more a little more important than getting the drinkalicious right now. Um, so you're, you're going to start fixing the leaks with the, with the blowtorch. Uh, first, let's roll your weakness. Always a little drunk or higher, but sure. What? It, uh, it takes some concentration, you know. Sure. Ah, uh, no, nope. <laughs> yeah. So you, um, so yeah, you, you kind of you're you're seeing that the the problem is where I'm not high is, enough yet. That's probably the problem, right? <laughs> that could be part of the problem. Because right now, where Tabor sees one leak, you see two. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe maybe if if you just get a little bit more more high or drunk, and maybe you know, I bet you, if you had some of that golden grog, your your vision would be perfect. You would be able to see things that nobody else could. Okay, uh, he, this is like stream of consciousness that he's saying as you're saying it, right? So he's mumbling it out uh, for everyone to hear if they could discern it. And, and then he starts motioning toward the captain's door, uh, attempting to like use the blowtorch on the door. No, 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 <laughs> Right, and then he's like shoving you away to use the blowtorch. Okay, I'm going to shove back and try to take the blowtorch. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh, that sounds like a, a resisted body versus body roll. Totally. Yeah, I think it's just straight body versus body. Cool. Ah, four. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna beat that. No problem. So, 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 um, Tabor, you do overpower 
for for a little sniffling. He just is trying to help, honestly. And and you get the blowtorch out of his hand. <laughs> you are too adult to use this correctly. Make no yourself sir. useful and go stand by that door. No I need the drinkalicious and to patch in the walls and right. And he's just like, yeah, he's actually attempting to gnome explain to you how wrong you are and that you need to go with his expertise. Yes, please. I'm ignoring him. That would be a, a, a nerve plus gnome explain or brain plus no nerve plus gnome. Sure. It sounds totally convincing. I'm no, <laughs> maybe not. It, it's a success. It's not a great success, but you do kind of tabloid through the haze. You do see that he has the best. Of maybe maybe it's a resistance roll or something. Like a, a, a should he roll as well? Yeah, I get yeah against what. Um, you I mean, know I, I don't want to. I don't want to steal. Uh, I don't want to steal uh, his potential like resistance if he's like yeah. attempting to ignore me. Yeah. Okay, my no, take two. Leave me alone. Two and leave me alone. Okay, that works. Oh, nice. So you get some sense that he seems to think that he's not adult enough, and that all will be better if he can be a little more adult. And I just need something for these shakes, Doc. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the <laughs> message to get. Oh, God, I'm so tempted to break Hippocratic Oath and just knock him out. But he needs the medicine, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just give him a couple pills and and he might. Well, I do have pills in my my path. You succeeded, so they could totally be like some other type of pills. I do have such things as quick sober pills. No! The bane of my existence. (laughs) Here, take these. They'll help. Uh, I mean, they look like drugs, so. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're actually, they actually look like the best drugs known to man because they're pink. But you know what? Uh, Roll a brain roll. Real quick. (laughs) Me or? No. um, Smith the Ah, seven. <laughs> so they they do look familiar. You've seen them before, but it was um, that one time when they forced you to go into rehab. The pills are you, you're not quite sure how, but they did relate to that whole horrible experience that you've tried to purge from your memory. All right, so I make a big show of like putting them in my mouth, and I like scoop up some salt water, like put it in my mouth, like. <laughs> <laughs> But it's I don't swallow. So. I hide them in my cheeks. <laughs> They're dissolving pills, so you get some of it, probably. Okay. So I will, I will leave you two there for now. Okay, Vlad. Oh, that's right, because you had the the security guard putting his pipe out on an oxygen tank. Uh, are you just going to leave it at that? Or? I don't know about oxygen tanks. Okay. Cool. There is not an explosion. That's the good news. But you do hear a little... There, you start to hear a, a hissing in the room, just kind of a self. And at the same time, you've got a security guard coming back with a battering ram saying, All right, boys, let's get to this. And instructions, sir? Break down that door, get in there, and secure the engineering area. Aye, aye sir. For the glory of all gnomedom. For the glory of gnomedom, gnomedom, you hear. And you notice that the um, oxygen tank level is now down to 50% as um, the door starts, as the the battering ram starts pounding against the door, slowly buckling, creaking, more creaking. And uh, just as the door opens, 
Just as the door, that's a good point. Just as the door opens, you also hear a little bit of a crack and, and you feel some water start to pour down onto your head as water starts to fill up, starts to, to, it's, it's not flooding into the room, but it's, it's, you know, you, you've got, you've got a little leak, but the door is open and you see a barricade in front of you of desks and wall lockers and toolkits and, and stuff blocking the way into the engine room. So what do you want to do? Arrest the mutineers. And I'm on the communication thing, mm-hmm. uh, trying to find any non-mutinous engineer engineering staff because okay. there's something going on here. I don't know what it is, but there, there's water coming down. That's not right. And <laughs> there's something hissing, and that's not right. Um, so the overhead, Ding. engineering, oh, SEAL team, please report to the oxygen room. I'll tap a uh, fish on the shoulder. I must get my my kit from 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 supply. They need me, and I'll run back to back to the to the supply room. <laughs> okay, so so you you hear that your your request for help has gone overhead. You've got your security team charging into the room and then backing out of the room because they're having wrenches and screwdrivers and other tools being thrown at them. Sir, the mutineers are violent. Be more violent. You have the right of all the gnomish people behind you. I for the people. And they rush in again. They 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 right here on. They've got really tiny shields, more 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 like a, a right buckler than right shield. And half of them are waving their baton things. And they they rush back in. And there's a, a clash of mutineers and security guards. The, the mutineers are over banging wrenches and stuff on the helmets of the security guards as they try to climb over onto through the, the barricade, the hastily made barricade. I'm trying to think of something more exciting for you, Vladimir. I'm sorry that my brain's coming up empty. Well, he should be the one shouting orders and leading them and leading them. It's true. Yeah. Um, from behind. Lead from behind. From behind. <laughs> um, that one. Hit that one. That one looks like the leader. Hit him. <laughs> strike um, him. Strike him roughly. <laughs> um, so you you are directing the battle. You, you um do give me a brain check, please. Yeah, I don't think plus anything in this. Yeah, all right. No. Okay, so you do fail to notice the um, floor hatch behind you bang open, and you don't realize that somebody has snuck up behind you until. You you feel uh, the the point of a of of a sharp stick in, in your back, officer. You're going to have to come with me. And you see um, one of the gnomes from security team two as you turn around. You're my prisoner. Come with me. The 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 sub captain wants to see you, or no, the captain wants to see you because it's mutiny. That's the pirate captain now. This is this is outrageous. This will not stand. You cannot take prisoner of a Officer, in the pursuit of his duties, I am putting down this mutiny. I'm saving this ship. Sure. Well, nerve plus bureaucracy. See if you can. Yes, with that, I do make it there. That's said with bureaucracy, I had 14, so I do make it. Okay. Okay. So he's like, oh, you are an officer. Um, I can't, but I have direct orders. But sir, please come with me. Um, Captain Sheeble wants wants to speak with you. She wants to, to resolve this mutiny 
to the benefit of all known kind. I do have the ability to accept her surrender. You'd have to speak with her about that. Pull me, please, sir. And and he gives you a salute and 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 kind of shoulders the spear and, and starts walking back towards the patch in the that leads down to the okay. um, crew quarters, which is the back way into engineering. I'll follow him. Okay, and then we'll be back to you, um, Todd and John. You have a pump. Oh, you went back to. I went back to get the sealer, the bucket of pitch and brush. <laughs> um. So yeah, he says the pitch. Brush, sealer. Here, just, I know you bring him back. You always do. And it's not like we have any other seal team. So, so you get your equipment and you guys are, are heading. I'm running to the oxygen room. I think, I don't know where the fish is going. Yeah, where are you going, fish? I'm probably going to operations instead of oxygen ah. because there's flooding there. And now see these two yahoos. <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, yeah, because so operations is directly below supply. So, so you, you come through the ceiling to see, you actually opened it just in time to see the, the struggle with the blowtorch. Well, while that's yeah. going on, I'm actually going to try to set up the pump and, and, and get the flooding under control. <laughs> you know, submarine sinking, all that. <laughs> okay. So you are, you are. It's probably happening while we're arguing about pills. <laughs> you guys are arguing about pills. You don't even notice um, <laughs> the current going down. He's setting the pump up. The, the way these pumps work, I think, is is there there are fasteners in the wall. You, you hook the pump up to the fastener in the wall, which will will cause there are pipes that that lead to the outside of the ship to, to eat, forcefully eject the. So it sucks the water up and pumps it outside the ship. So, so sure, totally uh, works and for that's, me. That's a routine task. I don't. Although it is kind of. There. It's a routine task. I don't think you need to roll for it. You just kind of are, are setting it up. It's going good, but somewhere around you, you kind of hear a faint tapping. You, you, you're not sure where, but there's kind of a little bit of a... Somewhere in the room, you're kind of hearing the, the faint tapping. Do you two hear that? Do I hear that? You, you kind of hear a faint tapping. It's it's not coming from the door by you. It's, it's, it's just underneath Sniffling, you hear a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he just said, "Do you hear that?" So you, you hear stuff, yeah. Yes, him. Yes, him. Also, also, I make big wavy motions. Chap, no, you are heading to the oxygen room with your your ceiling. Yeah. As you go into the oxygen room, please make a brain roll for me. it's worth nineteen. Okay. So you do not notice much of anything except the leak that definitely needs to be sealed. Yep, I dip into the pitch and start jamming into the leak and trying to seal it shut. Left, right, left, right, in, go, dip, dip, left, right, left, right. <laughs> Would that be a routine or... I mean, I'm only a 10 engineer's mate. Yeah, go ahead. and This is, this is under pressure, and uh, you're getting a little bit more oxygen than you're used to. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I make it. You're enjoying the fumes and the left-right rhythm, and, and you're patching away, and you're doing a good job, and and Coach is going to be so proud of you when he sees the job you did. Chapman was born for this. You, you are performing like the perfect gnomish crewman, although there is a battle raging through the door next to you. But I, I will leave you to steal that and, and not know where the oxygen level is on, on the meter, and 
go real quick back to um, Vlad. Uh, Vladimir, you get to the door of the, um, the engineering room. You, you go through the cruise quarters. You, you get to the door to the engine uh, engine room, and you, you Miss Gnome, who who is leading you, um, goes up to the door. Does a, a knocking pattern. You know, two knocks, then four knocks, then one knock. And, and then he looks at you and kind of motions you to scoot back as, as a voice from the door says, password! Scoot back and look at him like, say the password, you know. He looks at you suspiciously and then leans up close to the door. While, while he's doing that, and he, and he, he's trying to whisper through the door, snow bear! Um, and I'm assuming you're trying to hear as, as strong as possible. Sure. And you, you do hear him Whisper Snow Bear, but you also hear a, a faint tap, tap, tapping coming from somewhere around you. Just, just a, a subtle little tap, tap, tap. Um, and then the door to the room opens and, and the, the gnome says, I have the prisoner as Captain Shevel requested, Shevel requested. Step in as though I'm not the prisoner. I, yes, I'm here to negotiate your surrender. Surrender, you scurvy dog. This is this is Sheeple. She 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 gets up, comes across the room. We're not surrendering to no gnome. We are free pirate spirits, and we will be the scourge of the four seas. Do you know the the success of pirates in the gnome seas? It is virtually zero. You have uh, no chance of of success. It would be best for you to surrender now and uh, throw yourself on the the mercy of the captain. I, but the captain's a little-livered poltroon who has no guts. He couldn't even stand up for a mutiny. He just sent you a junior officer in his stead. And sure, pirates on the gnome sea have failed before, but we have this secret weapon. We will strike from below and then loot them as they drown. Not too late to get in on the ground floor. Mm. You want some time to Sure, if you want to go to somebody else. Um, I'm Okay, John. The patch is sealed. There's no leak. You did a really good job. Yeah. Um, they're proud of you. And as, as you finish up, you ding, oxygen levels at 25%. Oh, that is not good. Yeah, even you, and, and you look over and, and you see that there's a gauge and it's, it's, it's at the 25% and the needle's kind of shaking like it's not sure how long it's going to stay at that level. I tap the gauge. You tap the gauge. Um, Drops what five percent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, it actually it, it jumps up to fifty first, and then drops to five, or it drops by five, so down to down to about twenty percent oxygen. That's is not good. Um, that's is wrong with you. Tink, tink, tink. Hello, that's is wrong. <laughs> what are you thinking about? <laughs> I, you know, I'm an engineer's mate, which means I'm not the engineer. No. Yeah, but you are the, the, the one, per, well, now everyone who's listening to the overhead, um, you do still have a battle going on, although without the leadership, the inspired leadership of Vladimir, you, you notice that um, there's some secure, some of the security team are retreating back into the safety of the oxygen room. There is, there is the trouble. We are losing, losing oxygen. We're losing oxygen. We're losing gnomes. We're losing buoyancy. We're losing everything. Yeah. You're in engineering. Fix it. 
Okay, I'm going to look around and see if I can spot anything leaking. Or- oh, good idea. Yeah, do a, do a brain roll. You sure not introduce mate roll? Oh, yeah, you could do that, too. Yeah. And it only gives me a plus, plus one. I'm going to spend the yum-yum and take that down to a ten. Oh, oh, that's... Okay, so you do notice... You hear a... And, and you kind of call the sounding, and, and you, you do notice that there is a, a oxygen tank leaking. Ah, Nick, Nick, it looks like someone hit it with a pipe. I got my bucket of pitch. You know what? It's a sealer. Okay, yes. I will use you. So you go to work sealing that. Vladimir, have you, have you determined the response? Yes. Do you know the resources required to run this ship? The gnome power the maintenance, the supplies. There's no way you can make this work as a as a pirate ship. You don't have the support of the full crew. You don't have the support for repairs and all the required fuel for this, this ship. I'm trying to convince them that there's just no way that they could uh, this ship could function as a pirate ship. Go ahead and do a, a political officer with, with bureaucracy. It's political officer? No, still not, still not enough. You can spend a yum yum to lower. Yeah, yeah, I'll spend a yum yum. I always hadn't considered that, but I really think with our minds together, you make a good point. Well, of course, you see, as as I start drawing this chart and this graph, (laughs) the, the, the increase in fuel costs over the year. There's no way you could uh, ever pirate that much. You know, you'd have to become land pirates or something to get that amount of... As you're explaining that, I hope I haven't said this before, but overhead, ding, there's a fire in the captain's cabin. Ding. That was just as an aside. The, the sub-captain tells her, her men to cease fire, stand down, don't hold your ground, but we've got something to think of. I, I've got to think about this. You make you make some good points, but I think if we work together, you don't you agree with me? The captain just is not qualified for leading us. Don't you think we need stronger, more powerful leadership? I've written many letters to the Admiralty, noting the captain's inability to stick to the written rules of the sea. You're a good gnome. I like you. They're still guilty of mutiny, though. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, she's. <laughs> much to think about, but but leave me for now. I, I promise to hold the ceasefire until I've come to a decision. I turn to the other ones there and go, you know, if uh, you were to turn in the sub-captain, there would be leniency for you. You turned in the leader, the one behind this attempted mutiny. You know what? Roll your gimmick. Twelve. can always find someone else. <laughs> Uh, how many yum yums is that going to take me to make that a success? Uh, Two. Yes. All right, we'll spend them. Okay. And and they're like, ah, she showed weakness. She's not fit to lead us. Suddenly, all of the mutineers are turning against her, and, and there's a, just a pile of gnomes on top of her. Each gnome trying to restrain her before the next, trying to get the most leniency from you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so you have that situation firmly in hand. Fish, Snifflewink, and Tabro. Yeah, like the moment, the moment the overhead goes, like fire in the captain's quarters, like yeah. Snifflewink's like, oh, we, we got to save him, the captains. And like pointing to the door, like pointing to the blowtorch, uh, like pleadingly. What do you guys do in response? Yeah. 
pump water. <laughs> hey, you know what? I have sea lore. Could I recognize that tapping as being like some friendly aquatic life form? Um, you roll your sea lore, sure. Well, yeah, just sea lore. <laughs> as a matter of fact, that sounds just like a mermaid wanting to to explore a a new a new object in the environment. It sounds just like a mermaid might be a mer-gnome might be tapping on the on the lock trying trying to get in and see what this new thing in their water might or pumping might be. faster. <laughs> well if you pump it out she'll have nowhere to go, right? And the faster you pump, the louder the tapping gets. The more urge is the more You gotta get to that hatch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Frantically pumping water. Um Sniffling is frantically waving at Tabro saying, Go again Tabro? That's the same in the cabins. We're not using the blowtorch to blow open the captain's door. We'll just it's open lockets. it. It's some lockets. I'm, like, I'm like pointing at the door like, don't you get it? It's locked. <laughs> <sighs> Fine. So he's going to, I guess, blowtorch the door open. Okay. Um, what do you have? You have... Wow. If it was a body, be no problem. You get it open real quick with that blowtorch. Um, would it be brain? Yeah. Brain, knowing the precise location to melt the, yeah, yeah, well, you can brain it. Can I, can I gnome explain how to do this properly? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I want to hear it. <laughs> all in all honesty, I'm kind of at my rope at the end of my rope for like mumbly nonsense. Okay, uh, but like hey, there are lots of screws, and uh, like uh, I'm, I'm explaining like the doors. The, the points of contact and all that stuff, yeah. and it's, it's all like sort of a jumble. Pointing at things and, and waving. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly the pointing, I think. Okay, Let's... <laughs> okay so you can get your, your brain plus one, so 17 or what? Whoa, uh, I forgot your brainy. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that, you made it perfectly. You um, you managed to set the level on cutting torch. The, the torch just slices through the Door sharing the 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 um, dragging mechanism lock. The the door opens into the room which um, the captain had had everything. The whole room wood paneled and just <laughs> mahogany, and it it's now burning. You don't see the captain in the room at all. There's got to be some water flowing in from from this side though. We haven't pumped oh, yeah. out everything, right? No, there, the, yeah, there is water. The, yeah, water floods in it. it it, it's now, you know, maybe it was just say it's about waist high, um, which actually helps with fish emptying the room. It does lessen the fire a little bit. The bottom half, anyway. <laughs> Quick, yeah. Grab an ice bucket. I'm sure the captain has one. Well, the captain's what we're, who we're trying to find. Like when yeah. you get the door open, Sniff the Wink just lets out a, like a, a jubilant yippee, and like uh, he like gives you this slobbery bearded kiss. Then, like, starts wading into the room, like, mumbling about the Drinkylicious. <laughs> so, in, inside the room, there's kind of a door. Yeah, well, the, the captain's private restroom, there's a door to the side. Um, <laughs> there is a, a wall safe and a burning desk and a four-poster bed that also seems to be on fire. It's probably um, a water bed now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Oh, and don't forget the pipe organ. He has to have a pipe organ. (laughs) 
Okay. That was probably the first thing to burn. Yeah, well, it's it's still in the process. Um, <laughs> a lot of the fire has gone down, but still, like the the upper half of the room mm. is burning. Top of the four poster bed and all that. Yeah, there must and, be lots of smoke in here. <laughs> it, very smoky. Very nothing has exploded. The organ is is wheezing and making noise. Yes, good call. It's also actually lowered the water enough that fish could actually get to the hatch and maybe maybe drain the water out that way. That's the situation as you see it. So the situation as I see it is we're screwed. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, the fire's not that bad. The flooding's gone down a little bit. It's being pumped out. The captain's nowhere to be seen. The You're unaware of this, but the mutiny seems to be dying down. Um, you still are descending more rapidly than you should, and you've got about 18% oxygen left, so not everything is screwed. And fish is trying to let mermaids in. Yeah, All right, first things first, I thing. think I think we need to find the captain. Where did the captain go? The door to the um, supply room remains locked, so he probably didn't go through there. N- nobody's checked the captain's, uh, captain's toilet. Correct. Well, I'm going to go check that then. You open the door, the captain's kind of standing on, on the top of the toilet, clutching two bottles of, of grog to his chest kind of whimpering to himself. Captain? <laughs> what? Are you the mutineer? Stay back! Stay back! And, and, and I'm not the mutineer. Oh, good no. Did you suppress the mutineer? Have a medal. Here, have a medal. <laughs> Sir, I think you need to get off of the toilet. Oh, yeah. Um, is it safe? Is the fire stop? Damnedest thing. There was flames poking through the door and, and the, the wall caught on fire. Who would have thought Wood walls in a sub would be dangerous. And he gingerly comes down off the drive. It's wet down there. Get him up. Clean this up. I don't want to get my boots dirty or wet. Oh, that actually can't be avoided, sir. We're sinking. Fine. Sinking? What's the sub doing sinking? It's not supposed to sink. It's supposed to float in the middle. Level. That's how it was designed. Oh, I think you need to come do something about this situation, sir. Right, right. Take charge. I am the captain. Okay. Kind of with just his hat, but he's got just two bottles of guard that he doesn't want to let go of. And he steps down. Okay, so first things first. Who's that in my cabin? I forgot his title. Nifflin, Comrade Sniffle. He's he's kind of part of the engineer. Is he like a, he's an engineer. It's like he a lieutenant or something. I'm on the engineering team. <laughs> yeah, he's just a crewman. He's just engineer, engineer Sniffle. Okay. It's, engineer. It's... Ah, then how come he's not fixing the engine? You there. Uh, currently, and he is too. Currently, when I see the bottles, like I'm, 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 I'm like, oh yes, nearing last voyage, and we're all dead soon. Might as well drink delicious, right? I'm like, I'm like mumbling for him to like, oh, convince him, like, oh yeah, this is like the last hurrah. We might as well enjoy ourselves while while we can. Roll your your gimmick. <laughs> your way. Could I possibly wheedle in gnome splaining? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> ah, why? <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, it's not a fair. yeah. It's been a, It's fine. And and he he gets out a, a shot glass and he pours it about half full and hands first he hands one to 
Tavro. And then he pours one, sets it for himself, and finally pours one a little under half and hands it to, to Sniftlewink. <laughs> Sniftlewink has something akin to religion in his in his eyes, like <laughs> he makes and, like some sort of warbling noise. <laughs> and as you're having your celebratory link fish, at this point, things have been pumped. The airlock is accessible to you. Huzzah! This is what the we end need. Is nigh. <laughs> <laughs> we need mermaids to, to save the ship. They can float yeah. us back to the surface. Absolutely. That's yes. my line. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, the only crazy one. <laughs> no, I think we're pretty much all crazy for even being here. Shh, I'm the craziest. <laughs> so, yeah. I yeah. shall die the fastest. Let, let, let's let, let in our saviors. Okay. You open the hatch, and as you do, a, a tentacle comes in, slaps you back and forth across the face, and starts feeling around as the overhead computer voice goes, Bing! Kraken! Bing! <laughs> um, <laughs> That's not a mermaid. <laughs> and at that point, Vladimir, everybody, everybody stops what they're doing. Um, they, they, they've got four or five people having Schneebel as the shout of Kraken comes roaring through the sub, and the tapping that you heard earlier is now quite loud. And can you can you see any tentacles through the windows? Oh yeah, yeah, tentacles and a big eye. Oh, then I think that I think he's gonna. <laughs> He's going to look out and he's like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> what are you doing out there, you poor little thing? All gnomes to your stations. <laughs> kraken stations. Prepare the repelled Kraken. Kraken alert. Kraken alert. <laughs> I, like, um, I don't think they're not. I, I don't want to roll your weakness again. There is, however, a, a Kraken alert. Let's see, security team is, is go, heading towards the, the, the missile room to switch into Kraken fighting gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, you're please, please, please take a moment to describe the Kraken fighting gear. <laughs> I want to know what this looks like. So the Kraken fighting gear is a web suit, which they, they slick down with a kind of Vaseline type thing to try and, try and keep suckers from sticking to it. Um, a big helmet. For, for going under underwater, and um, it's made out of it's mostly metal to try and resist a, a crushing. But there is a, a glass front um, with oxygen tubes. They each are getting um, there is our harpoons in the weapons locker specifically for fighting a kraken. The idea is for them to take the fight to the kraken rather than trying to fight it inside the the submarine. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, in fact, all trained frog gnomes are called to, um, at Kraken stations, all trained frog gnomes are to join the repelling party. Uh-oh. I think they totally misunderstand the Kraken. It's just curious. Yeah, it's just a curious little little thing. Curious little thing that's about three times as big as the submarine and looks like it might want to eat you. It's a vicious beast that knows nothing of bureaucracy. It cannot possibly have a soul. <laughs> what the hey? This is, I, I am a master of sea life. Yeah, I'll oh. grab one of these tentacles and stroke it pleasingly and let it know that we mean no harm. You are in love with uh, oh, that's a sea lore. Yeah, try, try your sea lore. 
He's the Kraken Whisperer. <laughs> you know, it, 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 hey, it doesn't murder me. Oh my goodness, it does not. <laughs> um, it is confused. <laughs> it, the, the, the tentacle is confused for a little bit. It does not murder you, but it, it did Kraken harassment. Really it harassed us first. And so <laughs> more tentacle comes in and starts kind of waving through the through the um, operations room and, and starts poking into the captain's cabin. Oh, can I say hi to it? You can, absolutely. Can I say hi to the cute little thing? <laughs> cute little kraken. It reminds me so much of Gambit, except for Gambit was pointier. <laughs> pointier and more poisonous. I think go ahead and do a, a, a nerve roll plus your animal affinity. Okay. And when I was dreaming this up, I never thought people would try to um, overcome the Kraken socially. That's the power of player characters. <laughs> <laughs> 10 plus 1. Roll 11 or less. Oh, nope. or... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Sorry. Can I give you the rest of my yum yums to re-roll that? Yes. Oh, boo. I will pick Yeah, that. come on. You Dude, have it. some yum yums. <laughs> failure. It's a five percent jazz. Come on, yeah, yeah. No, you get those. You gotta <laughs> embrace them. No, come on. No, I'll I'll give you all of my yum yums if you accept it. No. <laughs> oh come on. I am not rolling with a critical failure. Never. Screw you guys. Fine. I will let Tabery roll. That's fine. But it's all of Tabery's yum yums. Yes. Which I had two, so yeah. there you go. Basically it takes oh, but it costs off. three to re-roll. Yes, but I'm being generous because there's only half an hour left. And... Oh, boo! <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Damn lenient GMs. <laughs> Seven. Okay, so you, you talked to it. Uh, what, what are you saying to? It's just like little nonsense things like, oh, aren't you just the cutest boy? You're so big. <laughs> What are you I doing out here all alone in the ocean? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sweet platitudes. <laughs> the only the only things that I am remarkably um nice to are animals, so I I'd be nicest nicest to your antisocial here. Because maybe like uh It's an octopus <laughs> or a squid. Fine. <laughs> no, but what we are gonna do the the tentacle gives you a Big hug. Fill <gasps> your body. Let's see how. Resisting the love of the octopus. Yes. Well, do you want to resist the love, or do you want to be squeezed in its embrace as it wraps a couple times around you and just holds you tight? It is so appreciating the words of comfort and support. I'm not going to resist. Okay. It's getting hard for you to breathe. <laughs> okay, big boy, let go now. <laughs> and and and. Pat, Pat. Um, you mean? Sniffle you notice oh by the way, at the at the sight of the Kraken, the the captain with his one remaining bottle of frog because he left the other on the desk is back back in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but Snifflewink, you do notice that a big hug and the tentacle is starting to head back towards the airlock. Vladimir, your ship has a Kraken attack. People should go into Kraken battle. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did that. I forgot about yeah. that. I, um, <laughs> where where did you go? Where's your Kraken station? I think you'd be requiring the operations room, probably. Sure. Overseeing. Yeah, that. Yeah. 
made sure that they followed the proper crack and fighting procedures. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are you saying we're out of regs? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Shapnil's in the supply ca- supply room, busy filling out a form. You know, he's got a pencil. He's been looking at the form very carefully, and then he puts it on X. <laughs> Good enough, and he hands you a harpoon gun. I hope that's what you're trying to check out. Release the Kraken fighters! <laughs> Ooh, a swarm of security team. Well, the, see, the problem is the hatch is kind of blocked by tentacles. Um, they're having a tough time actually getting out of the sub. Well, there's more than one hatch. So the topside hatch is just a hatch. If they open that up, the, the ocean will rush in. The rear hatch, um, has, it hasn't been opened. Well, yeah, actually it did open and a couple Kraken defense squad got out before it filled with tentacles. But now, yeah, you've got two tentacles sticking into the bottom of your sub and a big guy looking in the window. And unfortunately, emergency surface on a sub who's been descending for, yeah, you can try that. Um, (laughs) Blow the ballast tanks. Wait, wouldn't that cause it to sink? No, no, no. You're, you're basically pumping air into the ballast tanks. Oh, yeah, right. So it's struggling. It's struggling. It's, it's trying to, to get up. Just too many tentacles holding it down. There's, there's tentacles holding it down. Siebel uh, comes up to Vladimir, pulls out um, a key, and says, I, I will trade you this for leniency. And you recognize it as, as the launch key for the missiles. But didn't the panel short out? Yes. Well, I know mean, that. <laughs> computer equipment sorted out. I'm not saying that it's positively going to work. I'm not saying it's not going to work. I'm just saying that um, um, Siebel wants leniency. So he's so Siebel's in, gonna he's gonna this, try and trade it to Vladimir for In this time of need, we must all do what's necessary to battle the forces of Krakenness and he'll grab the key. Uh, you, you mentioned that uh our medic was being pulled down into the deeps. Yes, um, yeah, you, you noticed that a picture uh Sniftlewink like having downed the the brew, the grog. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he does this like, sort of thing, and then he's superhumanly inspirited and rushes forward and snaps up and grabs up the, um, the, the primitive blowtorch and attempts oh. to blowtorch the, the medic free from this, um, crushing tentacle. Nice. Please do a miracle. <laughs> well, so much for our friendly plan. Yeah. Yeah, you knew I was gonna wreck that. <laughs> oh, there is echoing through the the sub is kind of a a sound of a aquatic animal in pain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing kind of a whale song, but ah, gotcha, <laughs> with a squid accent. But the tentacles are loosening. Tavo, do you want to take advantage of that, or does the sea turn black around us? Oh, that's yes, indeed. In fact, yeah. <laughs> Can I try climbing up towards the, it, towards the uh, towards the head? So you burn the, you free, the right? head's outside the outside the sub still, but you yeah. could you could dive in. Sure, you you could certainly try and squeeze through. Oh, I want to calm it down. I want to calm it down. Okay. Do you want to join it in the in its own element, or do you want to stay on the sub and just work with the tentacle you have? 
I... Or seared and bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> How well do you breathe water? They've got How well can you take swimming the pressure gear and stuff? Oh. <laughs> I'll just work with the tentacle I have. Just kind of soothingly stroke it. Try to get it to let go and go away so it doesn't get hurt anymore. Um, this is maybe... one confused kraken. <laughs> Do you have like a salve or, or a bomb you could you could rub on the the burn maybe to use your medic skill or? Yeah, I do. Okay. You could do medic plus animal affinity to see if all right some neosporin would help. So it's it's eleven or less. Nope. So that wasn't neosporin. No, I don't want to hurt it. Don't make me hurt it. Okay, well, it wasn't the newest foreign. It it, 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 it probably it, doesn't work because it's a fish. Yeah. Cephalopod. The, cephalopod, the yeah. Not, or the, the tentacle squirms. It, it kind of tightens and loosens, kind of making your, your oxygen fluctuate because it still gets wrapped up a little bit. And it's still screaming in pain. And fish, the tentacle has been having an uh, adventure without you. What are your feelings on that? Well, it's not quite the mermaid I was hoping for, but uh, hey, he hasn't ripped the ship to shreds yet. Hey, I just burned the crap out of this tentacle. You love yeah. the sea, right? Yeah, yeah. It's you know what? Yeah, you do have a point there. We're, we're going to go and snatch that blowtorch away, saying like, "Give me that." You have no respect for the sea. <laughs> this is probably the time the hatch from supply opens up, and I drop down into the room armed with a harpoon gun. Perfect. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, not you too. We can we can get some screws. <laughs> not knowing how to use a harpoon gun correctly, I take it and jab it into him. Okay, I like that. Um, <laughs> Are you attempting to move things? <laughs> I, I think that's a good. That's going to be a body roll. I just had a thought, uh, but I, I would need diving gear to do it anyway. Spend yum yums have diving gear as well. Mm-hmm. What the hey? Yeah, I'll spend yum yum. I have diving gear on. Okay, yeah. I have to go to the supply because I'm the only because I'm the only gnome that has this special gear because I'm so damn big. Yes, and and you check it out when you're checking out the harpoon gun. Open the hat. Open the little faceplate up and go. I'll save you. Jab or more like yeah. I will save you. Okay, roll your body and you want to. 16 or less. 19! I miss. Uh, yeah, you miss it. The tentacle just kind of, kind of swerves, dodges deftly out of the way somehow, and, um, the whole ship shudders as it, it almost feels like, like, you know what? Roll your seasickness. The, the, the ship's getting very rocky and rolly. And this is where I, I probably make it perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I did open the hatch in the front of the faceplate. Uh, you are feeling queasy and and ill, and that that's probably did something to help you. You you might want to sit down for a second. You're. I do not feel good. Very. I need a bucket. So in the operations room, Vladimir, there's a tentacle that has reached into the into the captain's cabin, which is being fought at the very tip. You've got. Do you want to contribute in any way? I want to launch our anti-Kraken missiles. Ah, anti-Kraken <laughs> missiles. No! <laughs> okay, so you go in there, there's been, there's been some symmetry, some, some, some damage, some circuitry fried. Uh, go ahead and do a, a brain roll to see if it's fixable. 
I get my plus one for in, or the plus two for inspection. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it looks fine. It's fine. It's, Everything's um, good. You know, as near as you can tell, there's they're smoking smoke coming from, but it either works or it's beyond your knowledge to fix, and you're not quite sure which one. We'll um, find out what way is I get. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So do you bravely shove in the key and turn and push the button? Oh, yeah. I do this for all known kind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, question, question. Yes. Could I possibly, I know this is like a fail and all that, but could I possibly spend all my yum-yums? to say that the reason it's malfunctioning is I have switched out parts of this missile, like the warhead, with a massive amount of drugs. Yes. So when it fires, it actually doesn't explode and hurts the Kraken. It just makes it super high. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I like that. That was different than I was going, but I will take that. I will take the yum-yums and... I will um, only accept this if you, in mumble speak, tell me mustache. Yes, <laughs> I'm a, I'm desperate. <laughs> I'm just devastated when you fire this off. Like, ha <laughs> ha. A sizzle and a pop, and sparks fly, and and everyone rushes from one side of the stage to the to the other as the ship shakes and the and the the missile fires. Suddenly, there's a thump, but no explosion. And then you hear a loud crunch like a giant beak tearing into something metal. Tavro, as, as, as you feel the tentacle loosen incredibly as out the window, the, the giant eye that was looking in kind of rolls up to the top of its head. <laughs> Slowly, the, the tentacle kind of just flops to the floor and just slides slowly along back down to the hatch. It was nice meeting you. (laughs) And with a whoosh, the sub suddenly starts, uh, having lost its downward pull, it's um, ascending dramatically and quickly. The overhead voice goes, oxygen level 15%. Do we break surface, you know, like a porpoise leaping from the water? (laughs) I like that imagery, so yes, you do. Yeah, just a little roller coaster action there. Yeah, um, you're already seasick, so you're not going to roll it again. From inside the captain's bathroom, here, what, what, ah, and then a crash and a tinkle as a a bottle breaks against a surface. Oh, something even worse because <laughs> you also probably hear, oh shit, as the <laughs> contents of the toilet fly upwards. <laughs> now we know the extent of the true tragedy. And yes, comrades, the first voyage of the Crimson December, and uh, we are victorious! <laughs> From the periscope room, you, you hear a, a voice. Um, no crack sighted, no land either. I'm not quite sure where we are. We are still floating, that's what they are. I'm taking my helmet <laughs> off. Not dead, not dead. I can, <laughs> I can take that. Well, everyone else is, like, happy and satisfied. Sniftlewink is in a corner wiping a tear from a corner of his eye going, Gnome speech, Krakens. Gnome speech. <laughs> <laughs> yep, lost the grog, lost your stash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was but at no... least it's being enjoyed by somebody. <laughs> yeah. And, and then what happens a couple months from now? Yeah. Gnomish village attacked by <laughs> uh, Kraken looking for drugs. <laughs> the bunchies. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, there's this desert island with a submarine beached on it and a bunch of gnomes trying to figure out, what are we going to do now? Well, we can't go back into sub because the reactor melted and came out the bottom. <laughs> uh, I I think that's kind of a win for us. <laughs> I think th- this is kind of story that kind of requires to have like a, uh, there's a, you know, one of these like montages at the end where we see like individual, like uh, little reels of individual gnomes and we see like, you know, went on to become blah de blah, uh, <laughs> shot himself on a toilet or something like that, right? Actually, I totally concur with that. And I already know what uh, Fisher's epilogue is going to be. Still cleaning. <laughs> the, the camera opens up to a uh, picture of, of, a, of a large boardroom and there's several, you know, dress in dress uniforms, you, you know, all to their animals. And then one very large one turns around, you know, wearing a, the, the cocktail hat, hat, hat and so forth. And it's Shapnil, Admiral Shapnil. <laughs> okay. You know, and by his side is... Come on, the power, the power behind the throne. That'd be Vladimir. <laughs> well, I think Vladimir can, can montage himself. I, I was hoping you would. How about Doc? Looking for the, for the Kraken so you can be friends with it? Yes. I want to make it my, I want to make it my pet. So I went looking for it. I can see you on a, on a, on a little like four person sailboat scaring the gnomish seas, hunting the, the great white cracking. Vladimir finally gets his own command and he's polishing his uh, captain's insignia. And you zoom out and it's this tiny dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> and what's poor Sniftlewink doing? I think we see the still of like him looking very baked and smiling oddly. He's wearing this weird sort of suit getup with a bubble helmet, and there's something, some weird rocket-looking thing behind him, and it says like, "Sniftlewink went on to inexplicably becoming leader of the Nomi space program, uh, <laughs> lost in space, presumed dead." Oh, that was fun! Thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah, Zephyr. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> thank you, Chris. Thank you all for having me and, and <laughs> being patient with me. I. I... Don't see him very often. So, thank you very much for a fun, fun session. Yes, thank one. you. Thank you, everybody. I enjoyed it. Bye, bye, guys. Have a good one, guys. Bye, bye. for today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm sorry. Can I ask how late can we play until? Sorry. <laughs> uh, at most another two hours and fifty three minutes. This is us tangenting. This happens a lot. <laughs> Feel free to slap people when they start tangenting. Hard. (laughs) I didn't understand what he said, to be perfectly honest. Most people don't. Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at thesundayskypers.freeforums.org or at our Facebook page, whatever heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?